0: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts, Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach, at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital Fan Podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411 about Serena Baldwin or Shannon fell in the rabbit hole apparently oh I got to explain that phrase to my daughter this week that was fun because what do you mean a rabbit hole It's like we know Alice in Wonderland because he got curious and so he just went down the rabbit hole and wound up in a place where he had no idea he was going to go I was like that's what happens you get curious and you wind up somewhere that you didn't think you were going to be yes so kind of alluded to it on Monday's recap That I did a lot of (laughs) random digging. And you just said it right before we started. Port Charles. I wound up in Port Charles. That's why we don't, on the show Port Charles, not obviously Port (laughs) Charles, New York, which is the basis of General Hospital. That is where Serena's storyline is. And that's why we don't know who she is. Because the only time the girls ever really, really, really had a storyline was on the show Port Charles. So we will get there. However, I thought that it was really important to talk about the rest of Lucy's pregnancy. Yes. Because a lot of that, I mean, typically, if we were to do a 411 about Michael, we would start with Carly's pregnancy. Yes. So we're going to pick up kind of where we left off with Dominique's passing away, Lucy's pregnancy, and Serena's birth. Then we're going to hop over to Port Charles. So SoapCentral.com does have Port Charles daily recaps. For every single episode. However, they don't have the nice weekly recap. That has the overview. And then you click on the daily. It is just straight daily. Wow. So as I wound up on page 28. Oh my goodness. (laughs) On a. I think I'm consistently on a 12 point font here. Yes. So I'm on a 12 point font page 28. I went, all right. I need to stop. Yes. This needs to stop. So we're going to use part of general hospital fandom and the book maybe maybe but i will then reference the notes to kind of fill in the gaps in a small synopsis hopefully
0: yes we'll see what okay so so i'll just hit the book first so basically about the pregnancy it goes straight from dominique live long enough to hear the baby's heartbeat to lucy giving birth
1: perfect (laughs) <laughs> nothing happened during that time so anything that she anything
0: else that she's talking about like it says uh, as damien's girlfriend Catherine bell seduced scott into proposing and it goes on to that and then lucy sputtered as she told her new confident damien what that witch katherine had done damien frowned to realize Catherine betrayed him Gotcha. So it's all right. We got some filling in to do there. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. all according to this, <laughs> all, Lucy was was a uh, an oven, <laughs> pretty much.
1: No, a little bit more than that. All right, fill us in. So Dominique passed away in May, and then in June, and this is 1993. Lucy got an upset stomach, and Scott insisted on taking her to the hospital. And it's just morning sickness. And Lucy was more suspicious of Catherine and tries to warn Scott. In July, Scott asks Lucy to lay off, you know, just let them be. Lucy wants to know if Scott cares about her as a person and not just, as you just said, an oven, aka person carrying his baby. And he says that they will always be friends. And part of this is we need to know this because this explains Scott and Lucy's relationship too. Yes. And how they talk about Serena as being their oh. daughter. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? A few weeks later, Lucy catches Catherine reading a letter from Dominique while Scott is out. And it was a Scott's letter. Right. That she had written him. Lucy tells Scott about Catherine's snooping and Scott doesn't care that she read his letter. Catherine shows Scott and Lucy a picture of her and Dominique when they were kids. Lucy and Scott say goodbye. Oh darn it. I forgot to check videos. Okay. Lucy and Scott say goodbye and she leaves to go visit Charlene and Catherine feels bad about the trouble that she's causing for them. Is that Charlene? Charlie? Charlene. Yeah charlie the charlie chick that was macking on mac oh okay
0: on <laughs> mac. you love that word now that you've thought about it
1: bringing back the 80s <laughs> on august 10th lucy calls to check in on scott and is upset that katherine is still around on september 1st lucy tells scott lucy gives scott one of dominique's letters today is their one-year anniversary so scott and dominique would have just had their 31st wedding oh anniversary oh my god wow right no 29th wedding anniversary because next No! This is It would have been their 30th wedding anniversary Oh my god. Because they were married in 1992. Yes. She passed away in 93 So yes, this would have been their 30th wedding anniversary. That's crazy Ooh. He and Lucy watched the Las Vegas wedding video together and Scott hmm. gives Lucy the anniversary present he would have given Dominique and I meant to look this up. This was one of those things that I want to know what the present is. Yeah. All right, hold on. <laughs> Darn it! This is what I get for stopping. Um,
0: I will consult the book, but I'm telling you it's not going to say it.
1: No, I made myself a whole list of videos to go watch to get the answers, and I did not do it. sounds like you were quite <laughs> Lucy and Serena that makes sense. You didn't have time. So anyway, continuing on. Over the next few weeks, there's just a lot of talk. It basically, it's all the back and forth of Lucy being suspicious of Catherine and, mm-hmm. you know, them bickering with each other. But then in October, Lucy fakes fainting to get Scott's attention. Lucy, Ooh. Scott and Julia find Lucy passed out on the floor of the spa and Lucy is brought to general hospital and Scott feels guilty about fighting with her. Lucy is milking her, quote, pains for all their worth. Damien plants the idea in Catherine's head that Lucy could be faking. Scott then apologizes to Lucy for not spending enough time with her. And Lucy is driving Bobby crazy at the hospital. And the doctors cannot figure out what is causing her pain. Catherine and Damien think it's just a matter of time before Lucy overplays her hand. Yeah, no, doesn't tell me. I okay. re-skimmed it to make
0: sure I hadn't missed it. All about the Catherine hate. All right. Dr. Meadows discharges Lucy, and she manages to get Scott to let her stay in his apartment. Lucy asks Scott if when she is feeling better, if they could go shopping for the baby. Catherine interrupts their moment. Scott asks Bobby to check in on Lucy while he is at work, and Bobby is concerned how she'll react when she hears Ryan is in town. Lucy does some reading on a medical condition she can use to hold on to Scott's attention. She fakes falling down the stairs, and Scott has to take her to the hospital again. Bobby is appalled... She is back in the hospital. Catherine has an idea about what to do with Lucy, who injured her leg in the fake fall. A suite next to her at the PC hotel. So she gets a room there. Lucy wants Scott to assure her that she will have a place in the baby's life after it is born. Which she is supposed to because Dominique said so. Mm -hmm. Catherine gloats to Lucy that she will be part of the baby's life whether she likes it or not. Lucy is caught walking around on her quote-unquote, injured leg by Scott and Catherine. Lucy, Lucy tries to cover, but Scott knows she has been faking her injury the entire time. Scott is so mad with Lucy that he wants to bar her from the baby's life after it's born. Scott tells Catherine that he is not so sure he wants Lucy involved in the baby's life and Catherine actually tries to convince Scott that he needs to forgive Lucy. This is when they were pretending that Catherine had a heart, but I did not like her. Lucy is picking out at the outback, yapping to Mac about Scott. Lucy meets with a lawyer to overturn the contract she signed with Scott about the baby. She tells Scott if she is cut out of the baby's life, she will see him in court. In November, Scott meets with Lucy's attorney about annulling the agreement that Lucy has to renounce all claims to the baby after it's born. After learning of Catherine and Scott's engagement and quick plans to be married, Lucy tells Damien she and the baby are leaving town. She will do anything to stop Scott from marrying Catherine. When Scott learns that Lucy has left town, he asks Mac to find her. Lucy taunts Scott with the fact that she may never return to Port Charles. She also finds his credit card number and buys some items off of the TV for herself. Catherine and Scott decide to postpone the wedding until the Lucy crisis is resolved. Lucy does some more shopping.
1: And this is another video that I meant to look up and see what was she buying. Because I wanted to know. I
0: like that she's home shopping at work. You'd be seeing it.
1: I picture her like in a bathrobe, eating some ice cream. Because... She had to call the number right? to place the order. It was the blue screen call, blah, 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 blah. And she's buying stuff for herself. Right. So, who knows? who knows?
0: On November 17th, he learns about his large credit card bill and also that Lucy is staying at Dominique's apartment in New York City. She decides to leave for the Bahamas, and soon after, Scott arrives at the apartment to find her gone. Lucy calls and tells him she is in Switzerland, but he hears Caribbean music in the background. Lucy pigs out in her hotel room. Catherine tells Damien her wedding plans are on hold thanks to Lucy. Catherine is suspicious of Damien and Lucy becoming friends. Catherine thinks she and Scott should get married now, and that will make Lucy come home fast. Damien tells Lucy that they will be married at the end of the week. Lucy calls Scott to tell him she has proof that Catherine is a liar, but Scott hangs up. She books a trip back to the States. At first, Lucy is booted off the plane, then she catches a flight, then it's delayed because of airplane traffic. Lucy fakes her water breaking and the plane gets an emergency clearance to land, and she winds up at the church where Catherine and Scott are having a wedding. She arrived by ambulance. Lucy tells Scott that Catherine knew all along about Dominique being dead, and she came to Port Charles to swindle him. Catherine reveals she's Dominique's half-sister, and the book does mention that, um, Lucy brings up the fact, why would Catherine have come with a fake name if she didn't know that Dominique was dead when she got
1: there? Mmm. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So another video I wanted to watch was, why was Lucy booted off the plane? Yeah. Again, book tells me nothing about that.
0: Nope. (laughs) Scott shows up at Lucy's apartment. He wanted her to keep her big mouth shut and let him be happy. Catherine suspects Damien tipped Lucy off. Lucy wants to know when Catherine is leaving town and Scott angrily tells her all he wants from her is the baby. Lucy leaves to go check out a spa in Pennsylvania and is carjacked on the way. She is stranded in a snowstorm after her carjacking and Scott learns that she is missing. He calls Sean and they decide to go search for Lucy themselves. Lucy searches for shelter in the freezing snow. She finds a cabin and goes in to labor and it doesn't say that she did stop the wedding like by saying all of that it stopped the wedding Catherine did not marry Scott no so no right no they didn't I know that from my trusty book because it says um as she told her new confident Damien that which what Catherine had done Damien frowns to realize Catherine betrayed him uh scott's first wife which wishes him well she was glad they'd been able to get past the old hurts he invited her to the wedding with catherine about to marry scott damien suggests to lucy that scott might wonder why catherine came to town using a fake name Mm -hmm. with that question lucy stops catherine's wedding before the i do's scott blasted catherine who swore she was really dominique's half-sister and he left her at the altar Mm. and then this that's a very
1: important line to have left out yes Garcia
0: busts the guy who stole Lucy's car. Sean and Scott question him. Scott goes back to looking for Lucy. He finds her in labor in the cabin. Lucy is having a difficult labor, but finally Scott and Dominique's baby girl is born. Lucy has lost a lot of blood, and Scott has got to get her and the baby to the hospital. Scott rushes them both to the hospital, and Lucy is unconscious when they arrive. Steve tells Scott they are both suffering from hypothermia. While the baby is improving, Lucy crashes scott pleads with lucy not to die saying the baby needs two parents lucy pulls through telling scott she could not leave him or the baby then they have a difference of opinion what to name the baby laura brings
1: scott a gift for the baby laura meets lucy and was that laura meets lucy or just laura met lucy like at the hospital because this would have also been when she just came back back. so it might have been laura met lucy Wow. That's a big statement. If so, I know Scott wants to give Lucy his shares of ELQ. Another one that I meant to go back and watch and clarify
0: overprotective dad. Scott wants to take the baby to the hospital. When Lucy mentions she may have a cold. Yeah. They obviously, I guess have been discharged, but we did not know that. Two men kidnap Scott and the baby outside the brownstone. Bobby finds the baby carrier and bag on the ground in front of the brownstone. Joe Garfield has Scott and the baby. Garfield takes the baby's sweater to be sent to Lucy with a demand of $100 million. Felicia is denied a loan to buy Jenny's share of the Outback, and Lucy is worried when Bobby returns the car seat to Scott's apartment, and she and Bobby learn Scott never made it to GH. Lucy gets the package with the baby's sweater and a note to not contact the police. Instructions will follow. Lucy freaks out and calls Sean. Sean arrives, and Lucy tells him that Scott and the baby have been kidnapped, Bobby waits with a scared Lucy. Scott calls Lucy and he wants her to bring cash and bag for the baby to Dominique's grave. Scott is taking the baby and leaving the country. He insists Lucy has to stay and act as a decoy for him. Lucy and Scott name the baby Serena
1: and Lucy says goodbye to Scott and the baby. And Wikipedia just said, this is literally all they said about anything regarding Lucy's pregnancy sometime after dominique died lucy gave birth to their child whom scott named serena after dominique's beloved childhood childhood home serenity it was him and lucy mm-hmm. came up with the name i meant to also go back and look at the video of what other names were they discussing after an ill-advised engagement to catherine bell Scotty left town once again in late december 1993 and then returned to Port charles in 1997 and then fandom said serena was born fight via surrogate mother Lucy Coe, when it was discovered that her mother, Dominique Stanton Baldwin, was dying, but wanted to leave her husband, Scott Baldwin, with a child. Lucy made Scott and Dominique's dream possible by carrying Serena until birth. Thank goodness she didn't, like, put her back in after birth. Right, right. right. (laughs) Like. (laughs) sorry that's that tends to be how long you carry a baby until it's born (laughs) i'm sorry Nope. (laughs) scott and lucy named the baby serena after the stanton family estate serenity soon after serena's birth scott took her and fled to canada to hide from the mob that was trying to steal the fortune dominique left to him and serena
0: okay so the rest of the book Says, after Scotty saved Serena from being kidnapped, he knew he had to take her away from Port Charles. He gave Lucy his 4% share in ELQ, and tearfully, they parted. Only Scott's recep- receptionist, Rhonda, who survived Ray's beating, knew his whereabouts.
1: <gasps> and that was during the Allen stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
0: Lucy felt her heartbreak. She thought of Serena as her own. And that's
1: it. <laughs> and then... <laughs> The reason why we're like, "What the heck happened with Serena?" Because she did not come back to General Hospital. She came back on the nighttime show, Port Charles. So we missed out on that entire storyline.
0: Port Charles was nighttime. I thought that was early. Oh, it
1: was daytime. I'm sorry. Night yeah. shift was nighttime. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it was like two o'clock in the afternoon. Was because Port Charles was before General Hospital. No, because wasn't Charles it?
0: Charles was before all my children.
1: Okay. Well, it was still before General Hospital, yes, just but, not right before. But that before. was what
0: didn't make sense. You watched a half hour of Port Charles, then an hour of All My Children, an hour of One Life to Live. And then you ended back in Port Charles,
1: but none of the same storylines on General well, Hospital. Well, that's what I was wondering because I did do like a little bit of back and forth just to see what carried over where. And the only thing that really did was Lucy and the nurses ball mm-hmm. that year and the issues with Catherine. Mm-hmm. But so in 1997 was when Port Charles started on General Hospital on May 23rd, 1997. Lucy went home and was marveling at the remodeling that she had done. Uh, but she's excited for Serena to be coming home. She tells Felicia that he, she has waited so long to see Serena and she doesn't want to screw anything up. Lucy sits down suddenly and feels queasy. She thinks she's dehydrated. Lee shows up at Lucy and Kevin's with some bad news. Scott and Serena are not coming. Scott is afraid of Kevin and what he might do to Serena. What? Did not look into all of this. I have a feeling. Could it have been like a Ryan thing? I don't know because this was after Ryan, right? Yeah. So, Lucy breaks down and cries. Lee says that Scott was very insistent that as long as Kevin is in town, they won't be back. Mac volunteers to vouch for Kevin's sanity. Oh, this might have been when he was... Remember that time that they mentioned that Kevin was trying to... That Kevin was trying to tap into his (laughs) ryaness. I love the words that I make up, (laughs) that we make up as we go through this. Someone arrives at their front door from France. But I think that's supposed to say in France, because then that was the Friday cliffhanger. And then on Monday, May 26th, that's not Nazi Serena. Lucy left Scotty a defiant phone message. On the 27th, Lucy tries to locate Scott Baldwin while Kevin is gone. Kevin comes home and asks Lucy if they should separate for a while so that Scott won't use him as a reason to keep Serena away from her. No, Lucy says she tells him that Scott will come around. She knows him. Kevin also expressed on his, expressed his appreciation to Lucy on how well she handled his father's surprise visit. And Lucy was like, all right, life can be full of surprises. On the 20th at the nurse's ball, Lucy is remembering the kidnapping of Serena when Kevin walks up and brings her back to reality. Kevin expresses his concern that Lucy has taken on too much with her being pregnant and with Serena's kidnapping. Mm. But the kidnapping happened on Port Charles, and we didn't know anything about it because it wasn't mentioned on the previous two weeks of recaps for General Hospital. Wow. So in the meantime, Serena had been kidnapped again. Right. We ended with Serena had been kidnapped and we're bringing it back with Serena has been kidnapped. And then there was no more Lucy after this until like, I looked through the first two weeks in August Mm -hmm. and just stopped. So then we go into the Port Charles recaps where Kevin was having a session with Gail and they were discussing Lucy's canceled reunion with Serena and Lucy had just learned that she was pregnant. Scotty shows up with Serena only to find that someone else had beaten him to it and his first suspicion was lucy thinking that lucy kidnapped serena because he wasn't taking her back mm-hmm. so scotty heads to port charles scotty is like on lucy about where serena lucy is very obviously adamant that she did not take her oh and scotty was really sweet because he was trying to play to Lucy by saying that well i have her blanket and stuffed animal they've never spent a night apart Aww. i know and then Lee calls and says that his daughter was there and Scotty rushed out, but it wound up being Karen, not Serena. And so Scott, you know, was disappointed and had to apologize to Karen for, hi, I'm not disappointed in seeing you. It's just the fact that Serena's missing again. And I thought that that's what... I feel like Lee would have made that distinction though. No, but we need the drama. And so Scott ran to the police station and he was hit by a car. <laughs> Karen tries to help Scott. But all that he wanted to do was find Serena. He tries to tell her that she's fine, he's fine, but she still won't let him up. And this was when Karen was a doctor, so she's like, "Seriously, you need medical attention, right?" So then all this stuff's going on where, with like Karen and the Joe Scanlon, mm-hmm. he was trying to cover up Frank crimes and things. And so, like, this keep in mind, this is when they were introducing poor Charles, so they had to start with all these storylines just got dumped out there. Lucy gets home and doesn't feel right about not hearing from Scott. Gail asks a neighbor to stay by their phone for any word about Serena. And when Lucy calls, she told her about Scott, you know, getting hit by the car and everything. Uh-huh. And there's still no word for Serena from Serena. Max shows up and Lucy begs him to help her find her. But officially he can't. He's been fired for arresting Dorman without evidence. <laughs> he says he's going to find her anyway. And he starts heading to Canada. And then Kevin and Lucy go to see Scott, and Kevin meets Karen. Oh, wow. They figure out that she's the daughter Lee and Gail meant for Scott to come and see. Lucy told Scott... See, and that's, again, I don't know if that's Kevin meets Karen. Yeah. Or he just met her at the door. Right. Lucy told Scott that she, Mac, and Kevin are going to find Serena, and all he has to do is get better. As they leave, Kevin and Lucy promise to keep Karen updated, and she promises to do the same. And then Scott is out of the ICU and he is promising, or he's like dreaming of the picnic that he had with Serena and he turns around and she's gone. He wakes up and he gets out of bed to go look for her. Eve told him to stay put and that she would get him something for the pain. After he leaves, after she leaves, he painfully gets up and gets dressed and tries to leave, but is still in a lot of pain. A female nurse comes in and not knowing that Scott is the patient is like, Hey, where'd the patient go? He's sitting on the bed though, so I'm confused by this. He convinces her that the patient, he is the patient's attorney, which I guess is technically possibly true, right? And to go get a wheelchair. She's upset, gets the wheelchair, and informs him not to call for her when he realizes he's in no condition for it. After she leaves, he lays half, he's half laying in the chair and rolls out of the hospital, (laughs) which I can just totally picture. I don't know if you see. (laughs) And then Karen says that she is going to see how things are going with, like, Scotty and if they're finding Serena. Lucy's watching a VCR tape of Serena with Scotty in Canada when Scotty arrives at Lucy's house, pounding on the door, calling for Serena. And as Lucy opens the door, Scotty passes out in her arms. Then she really has to, like, drill it into him. I do not have her. He should know that. Then she explains, like, hey, I'm pregnant and I'm not going to hurt Serena. And I think he finally, like, was getting it and then kevin came because he's yelling at lucy right. kevin came in and was like nope not gonna yell at her this way not in our house and he refused to treat scotty wow mm-hmm. lucy made him lay down and rest while she and kevin talked outside and then we see an angry eve entered the lighthouse and in a small house serena told her stuffed animals that her daddy would come find her soon Huh so then we get into this Rex and Danielle. Okay. We see Rex and Danielle talking about how he's arranged for her. So Danielle's boyfriend is Jake. Okay. her love is Jake. And he's arranged for them to be together. I don't know what all this means. And then Rex asked if she's beginning to get involved with Jake. And she says, no. She's lying. Danielle's also worrying about Scott's feelings. And Rex told her that he doesn't care about Scott. Everything's going to be fine. And Serena's in good hands. Then Scott gets a ransom note. The kidnappers want $5 million. They will send more info on June 27th. Scott says he isn't going to wait that long. The FBI try to convince him along with Lucy and Kevin that it's in best Serena's best interest if he does wait. And he says they can easily get the money and the FBI assures them that they are going to get Serena back. So I think what we have to do is go read about Mr. Rex Stanton.
0: Okie dokie. Rex Stanton ruined Danielle Ashley's life by blackmailing her into helping him carry out his plan to gain custody of Serena Baldwin and her trust fund. Not sure that kidnapping is gaining custody, but okay. This eventually caused her to have a car accident after which she died. He framed Scott Baldwin for many crimes, including kidnapping his own daughter, being a drug user and being a gambler. He also had an enemy in Jake Marshak. Sure. Danielle's ex-fiance who was grieving over her death and nearly shot and killed Rex before he was stopped. In an effort to close, in an effort to stay close to Serena and find information on Rex, Lucy co-married him. Only a few weeks later, Kevin Collins, Lucy, and Scott captured Rex's confession to his crimes on videotape as he prepared to kill a secretly alive Danielle. What? really eve lambert in disguise lucy then found out he sent out a tainted shipment of deception cosmetics ruining her business and reputation and rex went to jail
1: do you remember that yeah like when they said and they had no idea more like why did they how did this even happen it was all rex yes so then if we go to serena so here's the thing like this is really choppy and i'm just sorry there was it was so difficult because I'm sorry. We're not going to read 28 pages of Serena. No, but it says that Scott returned to poor Charles without Serena, believing at first that Lucy had kidnapped her. However, he soon realized that he was wrong. And not long after he was hit by a car, but that did not deter his search for his, for his missing daughter. It was later revealed that Danielle Ashley, Dominique's half sister oh. and Rex Stanton, their uncle. Okay. Had taken Serena and planned to. Use her to gain access to their trust fund. Okay. To her trust fund. A
0: little more sense.
1: Then a worn down Danielle ends up admitting the truth to Scott and he was reunited with his daughter. Rex, however, made a push forward and made it look like Scott was an unfair, an unfit father. And so this is the thing. So like during all of that, basically we see Danielle cares for Serena. She's kind of helping out with her. At one point, Rex is telling Danielle that it's going to be all over soon. And, you know, she's really only worried about Serena. Rex slips up and says that part of the rant, that the ransom is only part of the deal, but she doesn't have to worry about the other part. And Danielle wants to see a picture of Dominique. And he says, she says that she was beautiful and wishes that she had known her. So like, she's like little sister that didn't get to know her big sister. And Rex says that she may not have known her, but at least she will have what is due to them. But yeah, I'm just so confused by a lot of this. Then there's a whole lot of drama between Scott and Kevin over the Lucy thing. Just like really, really a lot of back and forth. Scott is very insistent on going to help look for her. And Lucy's like, remember, you have two daughters that you need to live for. And Mm -hmm. if you can't help Serena, you have to be here for Karen. And then at one point, she, Lucy is standing outside of a lab trying to figure out where to meet the mystery person, like the person with the ransom. And she hears Serena singing and heads towards it, talking to her and she finds a tape recorder and then she's grabbed from behind and told that if she makes a move or a sound, she will never see Serena again. He says, like, Serena's safe and everything and will be dropped off Friday at the nurse's ball. So mm-hmm. that's why she was all nervous at the nurse's ball with Kevin. Okay, okay. But it's up to her and Scott to find an inconspicuous way to get him the money and if they tell anyone, he will keep Serena. She told him that she wants proof that she's okay and he says that she'll get it by tomorrow and... She never saw his face. Then we see a woman feeding Serena and reading her a story. Serena asks when her daddy will be there. And as she leaves the room, she removes her disguise. It's Danielle. So Danielle gets real, I probably shouldn't be kidnapping this kid. Right. You know. Sounds like she's a little invested, finally. Yeah. She's like, oh, this is another person. This is a child that we're doing this to for $5 million. Maybe not worth it. So she gets all worried about Serena. Lucy talks to Scott about meeting the kidnapper and Kevin walks in. So they stopped talking. So now she's starting to kind of block out Kevin and Danielle is really starting to care about Serena. She's worried about the fact that Serena is missing her dad. I'm sorry. Did you expect her not to? Right. And Rex holds up a prayer card and told Danielle that everything will be over tonight. So then they get the money to the kidnappers. Well, they come up with a plan to get the money to the kidnappers at the nurse's ball. Lucy tells Scott that she doesn't like lying to Kevin Scott's worried because the kidnappers said not to tell anyone. And he points out that he doesn't like keeping information from anyone either, but it's, you know, what is needed for Serena. So they get a package delivered that has a picture of Serena looking happy and healthy, and everyone else is cropped out of the photo. Rex shows Danielle the prayer card to take it to the pathology lab. Something to do with it. And then Lucy is in the lab talking up the lab tech and we need his lab tech back because he's like, you need to get out of here.
0: (laughs) You're going to, you have no business. You're going to mess up my testing. You're not Mm -hmm. supposed to have people just
1: wandering in and out of the lab. Imagine that. Exactly. She said that she won't touch anything, but she sees that the prayer card has Serena's name on it. And it's from Our Lady of Lost Souls, Roman Catholic Church. This is, I mean, it really is. So like basically they just keep going back and forth lying to Kevin. They're getting the money. They're getting ready for the nurse's ball. Scott is staring at Serena's picture and you know Lee sees him and he's like, don't worry, we're going to get her back. So then eventually Scott gets a duffel bag. I need this tested. (laughs) Will a standard duffel bag hold $5 million cash? Just throwing that out there. So this is also that Eve lady was trying to have a relationship with Scott, right? Yeah, what is wrong with her? So- She's trying to get close to him and everything. I guess it's like Serena is being kept in this cabin. And then Scott is very adamant that, you know, he obviously wants to go find his daughter. Scott had slipped away from them. So like he kind of took it upon himself to get the money, to talk to the kidnappers, all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. The FBI showed up and then Lucy gives in and tells the FBI everything about her encounters with the kidnappers and everything. Kevin thinks that the kidnappers did tell her where Serena is. They keep talking about where they could be. So they all go to a cabin. I don't know if this is the cabin that she was born in. Like, that's all I kept thinking. I was like, is this the cabin that she was born in? That would make sense. Yeah. Then Scott gets to the cabin and finds Serena there is singing. And Serena asks Scotty, what took you so long, daddy? Daddy. That is not (laughs) that way. (laughs) Then Serena wakes up and asks Scott if he's okay, and he's like, yes, and then she wants to know if it's a dream, and he proves it isn't with their secret handshake, and he told her about some of his friends who want to ask her some questions about the people who had her, told her about the friends that they are staying with, because they were living with Lucy and Kevin at the time. Mm -hmm. Well, they moved in. Lucy is really, really nervous about meeting Serena, because I guess she hadn't seen her since she was was only- a baby. Yeah. And Lucy told her that she is one of her mommy and daddy's really good friends and is hoping that they could be good friends too. And then Serena guesses that Scott just didn't know where she was and he admittedly didn't. And then they just go into, oh, this is when she met Sigmund. And that's the <laughs> duck. And then they go through like old photos and things like that. And then I think she winds up being kidnapped again. Oh, Serena asks if the nice lady is going to jail. And Mac asks what she looked like. And Serena said that the lady looked different every time, but she was nice and read her books and watched movies with her. Karen arrives and introduces her, and Scott introduces her as a sister who's a real doctor. And Serena eyes Karen's little black bag and is intrigued. Karen asks Serena if she will help her learn to be a better doctor, and Serena agrees and they leave the room. Karen had told Scott that Serena's okay and she was not physically abused. So Scott allowed, asked Karen to, like, help figure that out. Very nice. Mm Mm-hmm. That and was then smart. Scott asked this Karen to stay with the family, um, but Karen has to get back to the hospital. Serena explains more about the nice lady, says that she doesn't want her to go to jail. And Scott says, you know, even nice ladies go to jail if they take little girls away from their daddies. And then Danielle tells Rex that she's going to tell Scott everything. And Rex says that she didn't have to threaten him, gives her the money, and told her that she will get her share as soon as she, he sells the jewels. At some point, he had gotten like a diamond necklace or mm-hmm. something like that. And then Lucy is about to tell Serena something about a very special secret, and Scott shakes his head at her. It's too soon for Serena to know everything about Lucy. And then Lucy told Serena that she had a little baby inside of her. Serena's excited. Scott's parents arrive, and, you know, they're all happy to see Serena and everything again. And then, like, they just all get to start to know each other. Uh, at one point, Lucy and Serena were playing dress-up when Kevin came in, and he thinks that she is Cinderella, but she is Princess Jasmine. Oh, And he told Lucy, he's is surprised Scott left Serena with Lucy and Lucy loves having her hit her there. And it's too bad. She's all alone except for her dad. Serena makes Kevin dress up too. And Lucy has a meeting and asks Kevin to watch Serena until Scott comes home. And then Lucy told him that she thinks Scott is making a mistake by taking Serena away from them and the rest of the family because he was talking about leaving because she got kidnapped again. Mm-hmm. So then the FBI shows up with the money and Eve doesn't get a chance to put her money back. Then Lee accuses Scott of running away from the people who loved him. And remember what Dominique said was like, you have to stop doing that. Mm-hmm. And then Gail learned that Kevin and Lucy were expecting a child. And Kevin told Gail that he feared the kidnapping ordeal with Serena was not over. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. How many times yep. are we going to kidnap this poor kid? Yep. And Lucy overheard a call that Scott was planning to take Serena back to Canada soon. And then again, like they just spend time together as a family. ooh. Ooh. And then at one point, they're playing in the park, and Danielle brought Serena back her ball and said, here you go, sweetie. Didn't Ryan do that to Maxie? Like, wasn't that the exact same scene? that
0: Was it a ball or her baby doll? I can't remember. But he did give something back to Maxie.
1: Yeah. And Lucy was like, uh, don't talk to strangers. You know, that's all foreshadowing and everything. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, Rex is looking at old slides of Scott and Serena and says smile while you can till like, i clean up all your mystiques i don't know what that means then lucy and scott wind up arguing over the fact that you know he wants to take serena away and a desperate lucy finally had scott watch a videotape of dominique that was made before serena was born scott was moved when he watched dominique's message to her unborn child so i guess he didn't take those tapes with her i guess lucy kept them yeah because she's the one that helped make them all yeah but he i don't know they
0: didn't want to lose them in all his travels true
1: true then scott made an emotional visit to dominique's grave and asked for help in deciding whether or not to stay in port charles and karen was really sad thinking that her dad was going to go then rex visited dominique's grave and expressed his resentment over not inheriting any of their money and he made it clear that nothing was going to stop him from getting what he felt was owed to him then scott decides to stay (laughs) basically in short scott decides to stay right oh And then a few weeks later, like, Serena asked Scott if he will ever be in love with someone, and he told her that he loves a lot of people like grandma and grandpa and her and Karen. And then Karen told Serena – so, like, she was getting ready to go to school, Mm -hmm. and Karen told Serena all about her first day of school, and she's like, it's going to be fine. And Serena is wishing that daddy could have been there, and Karen says that he would if he could – And then Serena asked if sisters can be best friends, and Karen says yes, and Serena told her that she's her best friend. I know. And then Scott went to get ice cream, and Karen asks if Scott really likes her, and Serena told her that her dad loves her, and Karen is thrilled. That's really sweet. Poor Karen. I know. Good to hear it from a little girl. It was probably, like, one of those things that he probably assumed that his adult daughter knew that he loved her.
0: No, because they didn't meet until she was an adult.
1: I know, but he still probably thought, you know... I don't have to tell her because she knows that I acknowledge her as my daughter. So it's probably like an assumption, like, yeah, whatever. But still nice to hear from your sister that daddy told her that he loved his other daughter. Oh, and then we don't want to get into it because it's not Serena's storyline, but Lucy does wind up miscarrying. And Serena says that she feels bad for Lucy. And Scott told Serena that the night she was born, Lucy was there too. And there were never two happier people than they were that night. And they look for Dominique's star and Scott says that it looks brighter tonight because Lucy's baby is with Dominique. <laughs> and here's where she then starts <laughs> crying. And Serena says that her mom will take care of the baby just like she would take care of her. Come on. That is. <laughs> Wait. I didn't cry once during this whole thing. Yay. And then at one point, Scott and Lucy talk about the fact that Lucy was the one that gave birth to Serena, but Serena. They didn't know that because Scott was trying to make her feel better about the fact that, you know, you did carry Serena to term. Yeah. And they didn't know that she was listening. And she asked what it meant by Lucy to give what they meant by Lucy giving birth to her. Lucy tries to make excuses and Scott, Scott just interrupts and is like, all right, we just have to tell you the truth. Scott told her that it's very complicated. And Lucy told her that they wanted a baby very, very much. Scott said that Dominique and him were very happy. And so as someone else and S- And Serena was like, oh, it must be Lucy. And he's like, yeah, it was. And Scott told Serena that Dominique needed a tummy to hold you. And they asked Lucy. Dominique and Scott made her and Lucy gave birth to you. Serena thinks that it is so cool. Scott told her it's more than cool. Lucy gave her the best gift. Lucy gave her life. And Serena looked at her and said, thank you. And Lucy says she is very welcome. And Scott bets that Dominique is very happy right now. And Serena told Kevin and Lucy that their baby was with Dominique. And she is taking care of it, just like they are taking care of Serena for Dominique. (laughs) And then Kevin went outside and played with a musical lamb and cried. That is sad. That is sad. And then Serena recognizes Danielle, but only remembers meeting her at the park and not as her kidnapper. Okay. You know, and then it's almost like the Catherine thing again, where Eve... And Scott are getting close and everyone's like, there's something a little shady about her. Mm -hmm. But Eve noticed that Serena had like bruises on her Mm -hmm. and was like, hey, do you think that those came from the kidnapping? Scott is wondering, like, did she get these bruises from the kidnapping? And Eve went with him back to the lighthouse and then they visited Dominique's grave and promised that they would not allow Rex to hurt Serena anymore. So at some point they figured out that it was Rex that had kidnapped her. There is just so much like i really cannot because it's all people wanting to kidnap the poor kid i know so i'm trying to get to then scott did learn that danielle was dominique's sister but hid it from lucy because scott wanted more information to make sure you know she was Mm -hmm. lucy told serena a bedtime story as kevin and scott tried to make sense out of danielle's presence in port charles there was also something where her behavior started to change. They agreed that her arm injury belied something that happened during her kidnapping, but they agreed to keep it basically also because Lucy was still grieving from the miscarriage. And they decided to work together to find out the truth about Rex and Danielle. Kevin asked Serena to draw him a picture of the woman who took care of her while she was kidnapped. And her drawing, however, looked nothing like the woman she had previously described. Remember though, she had also said the woman looked different each time. And then Kevin told Scott that Serena was either intentionally covering for the kidnappers or her memory had been clouded by drugs.
0: I would mention that it says that there was multiple copies of the will requested. Mm. And so Kevin says maybe the reason that they showed up when they did was because they had got a copy of the will and seen that money was put in
1: private trusts. That's a good point. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I know like we're trying to skim these pages, and because it's really good information, but and it's a really good story. Maybe if Serena comes back like completely, we will do this entire thing. Right, but, but I don't not feel like we right need now. To read word for word. No. Oh, it was funny because at one point Scott, Lucy, and Kevin were arguing, and Serena told them that they needed a timeout. <laughs> and Kevin told her how when adults spend too much time together, they get edgy. Oh, and then Danielle winds up telling them a lie about how, like, she met Dominique right before she died. She told her that she wanted to give Scotty a child but was afraid of passing on the cancerous cells to Lucy. Mm -hmm. And so she asked Danielle for her egg instead of using Dominique. So they're trying to position it as though Serena is actually Danielle's Mm -hmm. and not Dominique's. And Lucy is like, nope. And hightails it to Tony. Yeah. And it was like, Hey, can you let me know whose uterus you used got the, egg, extracted from? the egg from? Yeah. Yeah. And of course he's like, Yeah, Dominique's. Right. I why was are there. you even asking that? Right. He's like, Are you <laughs> are you okay? Oh, but then it turns out that the doctor who had been the fertility doctor for Dominique died. So In a canoeing accident. Right. Very convenient, isn't it? So there's still kind of like a could it be whatever?
0: In a canoeing accident and they died alone. is that like what Nell did to her first husband?
1: oh it is yeah but that one was based Nell's was based on a real life yes Mm. but scott thinks that rex killed this doctor to hide the fact that you know dominique is really serena's mom and then at one point rex is who invested in jack's cosmetics and then i think that's why he sent the tainted stuff of deception like why he wound up tampering
0: with it right he wanted his to be the best company yep that makes sense I mean, not that it's okay, but that makes sense.
1: (laughs) Right. And then Scott winds up going to Danielle's apartment and saw flowers in the garbage can. And when he came, she came home and he's like, congratulations, I hear it's a girl. And he starts grilling her about how dare you, you know, Mm -hmm. come in here saying that my wife is not the mother of my daughter, you know, things like that. Oh, and Scott threatens her. And this is all the stuff that he's doing to make Scott seem like an unfit parent Mm -hmm. so that he can get, Rex, he can get custody. And then Jake worked at the hospital and Rex had him tampering with some DNA results.
0: Oh! Oh, is he related to Brad?
1: But he didn't know. So, okay. From how I'm understanding this is that Danielle didn't know that Jake was in on it. And I think that he was, Rex was threatening Jake. I love that we use that name again. Mm-hmm. He was threatening Jake by having him do the things to keep Danielle safe or else he would hurt. Because I mean, it says like he would, he'd threaten Jake and break his neck and everything. But I think that Jake was doing it to also save Danielle. If that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And then Jake says that he can manipulate Serena's DNA and Danielle is gone away. So she can't make a claim for Serena. And Rex says they can do it on behalf of Danielle's memory.
0: Oh my God. Uh
1: Uh-huh. And then Scott took Serena to the hospital to show her a plaque dedicated to Dominique. And Scott explained that Dominique had loved helping the children at the hospital and that she had built the pediatric wing so that she could go on helping children after she had to leave them. And Serena planned to use this information for a story about her mother she had to write for school. And then Serena asked Scott if she could start helping the children at the hospital like her mother had. Mm-hmm. I know. Then there's just like a lot of really cute moments throughout here. It's so like they're coloring and she wishes that she had a picture of Lucy looking pretty in a bridesmaid dress. And Scott said that Lucy was the prettiest bridesmaid coming down the aisle. And Scott checks in on Serena's painting project when the phone rings and it was Eve. They wound up having dinner together and they had some like really, it was really cute because like they were singing like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star in the car. And like they were talking about it being Dominique's star and things like that. Okay, this is where I started to, I was like, I cannot keep going. At one point, Scott was like looking envelopes or something and Rex had laced his envelopes with drugs. And so he started having like all these hallucinations and everything. He had asked Lucy and Kevin if they would be Serena's guardians, if anything happened to him, because I think he wound up in the hospital again. Then Serena was going to make party invitations and was real close to licking one of those envelopes. They had, Lucy and Kevin had come home just at the right time, like right before she was about ready to. And Scott arrived and said that he and Serena were going to be moving into their own place. And then at one point, the police actually accused Scott of masterminding the kidnapping. Because there was an account in the Cayman Islands that there was money under Scott's name. So, like, all of this stuff is how, basically, Rex was saying that Scott was an unfit parent. Does any of this even make sense?
0: It does make sense. I just think that it's absurd that everyone's trying to steal this poor poor girl's money and blackmail the dad into Black Scott into giving up all of the money. Obviously, we know from the storylines where they're at now that she did not give up all her money. She
1: instead took it and donated it all to the whales. I guess, yeah. So so then I guess just like a quick recap. I hope that some of that added to this. It just says that a worn down Danielle admit ended up admitting the truth to Scott and he was reunited with his daughter. Rex, however, pushed forward and made it Scott look like an unfit father with all that stuff that we just talked about. Mm -hmm. His plan worked and he gained custody of Serena. And this is where I just had to stop. I was like, I cannot go another year. Right. Or I think it was like seriously another six months. But Lucy married Rex in order to keep an eye on the little girl who she had carried and loved. Rex was eventually forced to come clean with his deception and was arrested for his crimes. Serena was reunited with Scott and this time for good. So she hadn't necessarily been kidnapped again, but she had gotten clear right. custody situation. Serena and Scott began to spend time with Eve Lambert, which caused Lucy to be extremely jealous. Lucy came up with a plan to gain back their attention by looking like a hero and siphoned gas out of Eve's car so she could rescue them when their car ran out of gas. Her plan, however, backfired when they were in an accident and Serena lost her eyesight. Oh my gosh. After a successful surgery, she regained her sight and Serena was ecstatic when her parents, Scott and Lucy, eventually got married and adopted a baby girl they named Christina Baldwin. Unfortunately, though, Christina was taken by her biological mother and the loss caused the end of Scott and Lucy's marriage. The tide turned, and Serena was thrilled when Christina's biological mother, Julie Devlin, returned to her, returned her to Scott and Lucy after she found out that she was dying and could no longer care for Christina. <laughs> Later that year on Christmas Eve, Lucy married Kevin Collins, and Serena was happy to gain an older sister named Olivia Locke. That was Kelly Monaco. Oh, my God. So, Livy Locke is serena's older sister and that's kelly monaco but that's how we got kelly monaco was from port charles yes so then a few years later serena packed things up so i mean i don't know how is livy Locke kevin's it would have to be i actually never looked into that who are her parents looking for her mother kevin collins is her dad i didn't know that did you know that no huh okay so then a few years later Serena packed up her things and left town with Lucy, Kevin, and Christina for Paris, France. And then in 2008, it was mentioned that Scott and Serena had taken a long vacation on his sailboat in the Caribbean. Upon his return, Scott learned that his son, Serena's half-brother, Logan Hayes, had been murdered by Lulu Spencer. On September 10th, 2008, Serena was mentioned again when the maniacal mob boss Anthony Zaccara threatened to kill her if Scott continued his case against Johnny for the murder of his son, Logan. And then Scott remarked that Serena was somewhere Anthony couldn't find her, leading Anthony to reveal that Serena was still living in Paris, France, with Lucy and Kevin. Serena was last mentioned on October 30th, 2008, after Laura Spencer was kidnapped by Scott. Lulu called Serena in Paris to see if Scott had taken her there. Do you remember that? No. Like, I Remember Scott taking her? Because that was after she had fallen into that coma, wasn't it? Because didn't he take her to Paris sure. to get treatment? Okay, I mean
0: I know her treatment was in Paris. But I didn't realize
1: it was. Right, Scott but that I took think that that was that. Lucy called Serena. And Paris, yeah, Serena said she tried to call Scott but wanted to get things wanted to get off the phone, leading some to believe that Scott and Laura had joined Serena, Christina, Lucy in Paris in Paris. <laughs> Lucy and Kevin in Paris. Scott, Lucy, and Kevin have since returned to Port Charles, but Serena still lives in Paris with her sister, Christina. And then she's come back one time in July, 2017. She was reunited as they were doing the memorial for Lee. And she was actually on, I think it was like two episodes. And then as we learned this year in July, that Scott went to the Faroe Islands because Serena was arrested after confronting dolphin hunters. And then on August 9th, Scott returned to Port Charles and tells Ava that Serena is not allowed in Denmark anymore. He told her to go to Florida and to save the manatees, and he will help her if she is arrested again. Then on August 10th, Cody reveals Serena is his half-sister, as his mom is Dominique. And fun fact, other than when she was an infant, she has only been portrayed by Carly Schroeder. Wow! So even when she was a little girl on Port Charles, that's the same girl that came back for Lee's memorial. That's awesome. She was born December 7th, 1993, revised to 1989. So yeah, she is now supposed to be 32 and she lives at 22 Rue de Felice in Paris, France.
0: Okay. But when Lucy and Scott talk, they only talk about Serena.
1: Why is Kevin and Lucy not talking about Christina? Why aren't they talking about Christina? Why are, how aren't they talking about Livy? I mean, it's the same show. Why wouldn't they have rights to mention? Cause they talked, they brought in. Stephen Clay, who was on Port Charles, and to explain that away, right? They brought in Rafe, who that was Port Charles, right? Mm -hmm. They allude to Lucy's vampire slaying days,
0: right? I think Livy died. I think Livy did die, also because
1: that was Rafe's mom. No, that was Allison was Rafe's mom, wasn't it? That
0: is right. You're right. How was Rafe connected to her somehow? I remember him talking about her.
1: Anyway. Because his dad was Stephen Clay, okay, and Stephen Clay and Livy were. T- well, how do I know this much about a show that I didn't <laughs>
0: that's watch? It, you're right. You're right, though. As you say it, I'm like, yes, that's it.
1: Because I remember Rafe talking about it. Because, oh my gosh. Okay, so right. We, if we don't talk about Livy because she's dead, that's understandable. But, but why aren't we talking? Why about- aren't
0: we about Christina? That Serena still lives with. That is Lucy and Kevin's
1: children, right? Well, child together, and Serena, yeah. Don't know, but it's Christina Baldwin. So she is a fictional character from the former ABC daytime drama, Poor Charles. Christina has never appeared on the sister soap General Hospital, but her adoptive parents, Scott Baldwin and Lucy Coe, are integral parts of the GH campus. And Christina interacted with many Poor Charles residents from General Hospital when she was younger. In 2013 or 14, they allegedly had cast a Christina and were going to have her boyfriend, Trevor, to have her have a boyfriend, Trevor, but they never made it to the screen. So she's not Kevin's. She's Lucy and Scott's adopt. Yeah, you're right. Why don't they ever talk about this other child? But she moved with Kevin and Lucy. Right. 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 That's, so I mean, he, I mean, he's their stepfather. She is, they lived in the right. house together. Scott is her legal adoptive father, but Christina also saw her stepfather, Kevin, as her dad and didn't understand why she couldn't see him any longer. Caleb Morley. Thank you. Not Stephen Clay, right? Wasn't Caleb. Caleb was the vampire that was with Libby, right? I don't know. <laughs> His sibling was Silas. Caleb Clay. is from a long line of vampires. Okay. His child is Rafe Kovich with Allison. So it was. There we go. It was still Michael Easton. Either way. <sighs>
0: but, oh my god! I'm just like so shocked that we talk about. No, Serena, it was Stephen Clay, but we don't talk about. Yeah, Chris- Christina.
1: Yeah. I don't care who's my <laughs> <her> actual dad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Under Stephen Clay, occupation first, serial killer. rock star former catholic priest i'm pretty sure we probably read that when we did the six people of yes but but it's still it's funny to read
0: we forget things oh my goodness so yeah well i mean that
1: was very informative about serena but now i'm on to christina what the heck the lost child did that make sense did this bring in like a little bit more information about serena i mean I think the basic point was everyone wanted to kidnap her for her mother's
0: money, but yeah. it does show that she lived a life outside. Like it was. She has to be actually in Port done Charles, but she has not lived in General Hospital, right? And that's why. Well, that makes sense now. Whenever they do make it sound like the way I took it was Scott and Serena left General Hospital, poor mm-hmm. Charles, and never returned. So she grew up, she went away to school, Scott came back, and that was the end of it. Right. It's nice to see that there was more interaction through all of it. Because Lucy will mention, like, being her mom. And I'm like, I'm not disputing that you should have had a right to be in her life. But at the same time, it seemed like you weren't her mom because Scott lived over here and you lived in General Hospital, Port Charles. But there was
1: a whole Mm -hmm. story That we just didn't even know because we didn't watch Poor Charles. Yeah. So this is probably the most legit Poor Charles 411 we've (laughs) ever done. And it's the first time that we've really talked about Poor Charles. Yeah. They should sell those as DVDs. They should. I don't. Because do you know what? They had. So as I was reading the recaps, I think it was on for like five or six years. Okay. I was just going to say, I don't know how long it was on It was. I don't think it was on that long. And so it started off. Kind of how General Hospital is, but then they had books. That it was like the stories were books. Oh, so I mean they weren't physical books, to right? Read, but like right. it was, they were called. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, books. So it was Port Charles, Fate, Time in a Bottle, Tainted Love, Tempted, and they were all the stories. So like, because I don't think it went year round. Oh. If it was seasonal, that might have actually had to do with it too. That because could be. so like December two thousand to March. 2001 was the book fate March. oh no that's that's
0: oh it's quarterly it's
1: quarterly march 5th 2001 to june 1st was time in a bottle june to august okay so it's not really quarterly you guys are ruining this for me (laughs) we got three months two months okay but then like tempted miracles happen secrets superstition torn naked eyes surrender desire and the gift and it looks like it ended in october 2003 so that's only three years 97 to ninety-two thousand three 2003, six. So it looks like for three years, they did it. Why did say 2000? Because this is when they started doing the books. Oh, it was a book. It was after oh, the first three okay. years. Okay. The first three years, they did it more Got this it. style. But then like in 2000, they started doing the books. Okay. And I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I would like to watch
0: it. I, I want to see if it's on, if like it's in entirety on
1: YouTube. I would bet at least those books are. All right okay cool so we hope that this helped at least explain a tiny bit about serena again sorry for the choppiness it we just could not do 28 pages there's absolutely no reason to have
0: right because really all
1: it was was the kidnappers were talking about kidnapping her and why they wanted
0: to kidnap her and how they could get away with kidnapping her so yeah we condensed it down as much as we could but that was very informative thank you for falling down the rabbit hole shannon yep
1: you're welcome. All right. So join us on Monday as we recap this week's shows. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet with a peer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for peer54podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer 5 podcast at gmail.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods,